0: Hey, hey! What is up, everybody? Welcome to Dope and Dharma. I have, of course, the Dharma guy, and he is always the one and only, the Dope Doctor. And uh, this is uh, our Dharma Time hour on Dope and Dharma. As always, we we talk about numerous tup, uh, subjects and topics. Um, Dharma Time focuses mostly on a spiritual or uh, uh, philosophical concepts. Uh, Couch Live, of course, is drug and alcohol related issues. Um, Dope and Dharma in general, we kind of just talk about whatever we want, right? We wear different hats. We're we're renaissance men. We have opinions on multiple topics. Um, and today's topic is going to be Ukraine and kind of the idea of the underdog and whatnot. Um, but first off, housekeeping. Uh, hey, Leah, welcome. Glad you could join us. Um, for those of you who are watching live, you're watching us on facebook.com slash WPSN99. It's actually, (laughs) I can't believe I have to say this, it's actually best for you to type that in because if you try to look up Dope and Dharma, you'll get a plethora of warnings um, and it'll be very difficult to find us on here. So if you type in facebook.com slash WPSN, it takes you directly to our page. Um, I guess because of the name Dope, they have a problem with that. Um, I can post wherever I want, you know, glorifying and glamorizing weed and stuff like that, but the word dope apparently is a problem um having said that uh you can also listen to us on any major podcast form uh, platform uh if you want to hear everything that we do you can look up dope and dharma uh if you only want to hear uh today's show is uh, dharma time um and then also if you only want to hear the couch live stuff you can look up the couch live um and on social media i am the uh at the dharma guy he is at the dope doctor as you can see on the bottom of the screen and, uh, you know what
1: I don't see at the bottom of the screen is the Dharma Time logo. Where oh, you it?
0: know what? You're right. I'm out of practice, man. It's been like it's, There well. it is. <laughs> there you go, right? Um, we did have, a, uh, apparently, a fantastic golf tournament, right, o- over the weekend? Or last was it last week? Monday, whatever that day was. I don't even. All bad. my days are one running together. Ago. Okay, yeah, it was one a week, week from yesterday. Um, yeah. I wasn't able to attend. This is my first one I could not make it to because I had a doctor's appointment that apparently is like meeting the Pope because... My cardiologist, like, has one day every, like, six months, and if you can't get that day, then apparently you're, you're ass out, so. Yeah, well, um,
1: apparently your cardiologist didn't show up that day either.
0: Yeah, so. Dude, I haven't seen him. I, I kid you not. Apparently this is, like, a, like, I don't know. I was led to believe this is all a big, important situation. I have not seen him <laughs> since I was in the hospital in February, like, and I'm not when scheduled to see you? him until June. So I I don't even know, man. Um, regardless, it was a good uh, it was a good golf tournament. I saw tons of pictures. I'm, I'm I'm sad I wasn't able to be there with everybody, but I'm sure it went off uh, without a hitch. Um, yeah. Marissa is one of our listeners, and she was able to kind of make it down, and, and I know that was yeah. exciting for her and everybody around. Um, right. All our normal suspects were there. I saw Daryl Strawberry. I saw uh, Lasky. I think was there as well. No, uh, Lesky, no, he wasn't.
1: Oh, yes, it must have been an old picture. It, okay. Very last
0: minute. I know. I saw one with Fred Stokes. I know he was there. Um, I know uh, there was just you know all of our normal suspects were there, which was cool. Um, and it was a new place, and I heard that place was great. Uh, it was an interesting course, I guess. I don't know. Um, I, don't I don't golf. I don't golf, man. So words. they're all challenging to me. <laughs> Big guy, little club. Um, but anyways, and for those of you who don't know or aren't aware. Uh, What we're referring to is our annual golf tournament for a foundation him and I are both heavily involved in, being the fact that he is the founder and I am the president. It's uh, the Now Matters More Foundation. We help individuals uh, who are seeking drug and alcohol treatment, and we also are uh, advocates for the addiction world. So you can check that out at nowmattersmore.org if you want to hit the donate button or if you just want to see who we are, what we do, or if you need help, reach out, and uh, we will do our best to help you. Uh, All right, so... Today's well, by show. By the way, before you uh-oh. start,
1: before you start, remember last last week you talked a lot of smack about my sound check.
0: Oh yeah, it, yeah.
1: And I told you, I told you next week, brother. It just, you
0: sound phenomenal. It'll be, it'll be over. It is like <laughs> it is. It's like melted butter in my ear.
1: I resolved.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> um, no, you sound fantastic, and hopefully they can echo that if they can hear any different. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we're, we're talking about uh, Ukraine today. A little bit shorter show today. It won't be quite an hour. We got uh, other other uh, things planned. We have to go do. But uh, I think that for the Ukraine thing, what we wanted to focus on was the idea of the underdog, right? I, I think um, you know, when it comes to war when it comes to conflict. Um, it, it seems like a universal truth here in America that we're typically against most conflict, right? Whenever something happens, there's always a few people who are pro and want us to go in and do things. uh, But there's always a a large amount of of the population that's just really not interested in going to these other countries and helping or doing anything. It's usually like, hey, take care of your own stuff type of deal, right? Yeah. Um, But as you mentioned, with Ukraine, there really doesn't seem to be anybody I've interacted with or I've seen that doesn't want us to go in there and help. And I think part of that is... America loves an underdog, right? America loves the little guy rising up against a big one, you know, and, and I think that um, Ukraine has, has garnered a lot of respect from everybody. Um, I haven't paid as close attention to everything that's happened in there to know all the details, but I paid attention enough to know that they were outmanned, outgunned, much bigger force, and they were giving Russia everything that they can handle and then some. Um, and, and I do respect that. I do. I respect the fact only because they were not the invading force, right? So the fact that they were just minding their business, trying to do their best to run their country the way they see fit, they had an opportunity to join the United Nations, which is what they thought would benefit them the most. And Ukraine was just, or uh, Russia was just like, no, I, I don't want that to happen. We're going to attack. And so for somebody to come into your home, basically, and, and you to, basically, to fight back with as much uh, vitriol as they have. It's impressive. You you have to respect that, um, and I think part of the reason why we have to respect that is is like you were saying before we went on air, is we can all relate at one point or another. We've all felt probably like the underdog to somebody, right? Whether it be uh you know an actual bully you had to deal with, whether it be like an overbearing boss or spouse or something, whether it be um you know, the man, <laughs> like the, right, the, the proverbial man holding you down, whoever that, the man is to you, whether it be the police, whether it be yeah. Wall Street, whether it be whatever, you know, we've all, we've all had that moment where we felt like we were under somebody's thumb and we just wanted to, like, fight back or wanted somebody to at least understand and validate, right, um, yeah. and so I think there's something to that, I, I think that it's striking a chord with people and, um, I kind of like it, right, like, I like the because, f- we almost needed something to unite us, right? Like, it, it seemed like there was a lot of discord back and forth and a lot of tribalism, red and blue, yeah. black and white. Like, there's so much to divide us. It does yeah. seem like Ukraine kind of brought a lot of people together. It was, like, the one thing that people could agree on. It's like, yeah, we we should probably help those people, right? I mean, are you seeing yeah. the same thing?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen uh, any pro-Russian, anti-Ukrainian flags. No, uh, or, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think it's for that it's kind of beautiful I think what we forget is that this country is built on underdogs um, I think that in the la- in the storylines that we've been hearing in the last six years or so was, for some reason, this country was built on on the oppressors. No, the oppressed <laughs> is what this country is built yeah. on. It, everybody in this country was from the oppressed scenario, pretty much. Even the ones that became the billionaires and the oppressors were once oppressed where they were at, or else they wouldn't have been here. Uh, you would have right. stayed where you were at. Why would you even leave? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna get on a boat and, and travel for months and months and months to a hostile place that doesn't have a uh, Seven <laughs> Eleven, and, and uh, you know, uh, and, for what? You know what I mean? So, right. I think we forget that. So, I think it's it's just to watch uh, their president go through what he's gone through, in um, and, and ask for the help that he's asked for, and like really, right. uh, I, I'm gonna have to believe that he's getting a lot of the support that he's asking for, but it's all in a way that. Nobody can admit that they're giving them that kind of help. Right? You know what I mean. Well, it's a very because tricky it,
0: situation, too. man. Because of who
1: thought? Who'd have thought? Seriously, who'd have right. thought that they would have been able to stop such a superpower like Russia? At least, we're, unless Russia's not such a superpower. We've always been told Russia's a superpower. I think, right? My entire life, we've been raised to fear the power of Russia. Right? From the uh, Russia, unless you're in Afghanistan, Cold War. But that's so. So that's what I was about to say. But then you look at some of the history of who Russia has invaded. They haven't invaded done very well. All, all of our life. They've lost every conflict. And yeah. And they, and they got dismantled. So I'm not so sure Russia is as big of a superpower as we've been led to believe. I think that's always just a. Right. It's almost like. And, and please. Anyone of religion, don't take this the wrong way. Uh It's almost like the hell concept when I was a kid. You know, hell, hell, hell. Uh, You know, and I was. So you have to fear hell, right? It's almost like Russia is the hell, right? (laughs) Yeah. So so, uh, I don't. uh, I'm not saying that they're not vicious in their approaches that they're doing now. I just. Uh, I hesitate to believe some of the the, the, the fear tactics about who they are
0: right. as a superpower. Well, it almost feels uh, if like... Uh,
1: if they can't beat up Ukraine,
0: man. Yeah. man well, it almost love, feels like a uh, love here. almost like a uh, like a inferiority uh, inferiority complex, right? Like a the Napoleon complex, almost, right? Because if you look at their economy, it really isn't doing well. Um, over half their country is like a barren wasteland of like you know uh, of, of Arctic ice and ice? stuff. Um, <laughs> A lot of other people are, are struggling for, for, for food and, and, and things of that nature. Um, but, yeah, even through all that, we've always been led to believe they're this amazing superpower. right? Like, and I think a lot of that is their propaganda. Um, but I, either way, because of that image that they've been portraying, um, truthful or not, we have then considered them a non-underdog. So when they attack somebody else, you know, we have a problem with that. And I think as a society, which is weird, though, is our definition of underdog also changes, right? Have you noticed that? What I mean by that is yeah. is Elon Musk, right? Right now, Elon Musk is all over the news because he's trying to right. you know, buy Twitter. And, and right, if, right. if you believe at face value what he's putting out there, it's a very righteous and just reason that he's doing things. And it makes sense, right? But... For some reason, people love to hate on Elon Musk. They don't consider him the underdog, even though he came from relatively humble beginnings. He worked yeah. his ass off to go through school and become, you know, who he is as far as education is concerned. Um, he's also, if I remember correctly, he's on the spectrum. You know, and, and yep. so anybody out there is always, I mean, there's little puzzle pieces everywhere I look. You know, autism and blah, blah blah blah. People fight for all. Well, here's yeah. this dude. It's like overcoming what there's like foundations for and and like but people want to hate on him and, and so it's like our definition of underdog is very interesting. We right. don't con- you take away his billions he's he's an underdog and right. and you give him his billions and suddenly he's the the villain. And it's like wow, really? Like what about the idea that he worked to get that? Stuff? What about overcoming? Like as an underdog he won, right? Like Well, well you know,
1: I think the issue there Trinity is <clears> we we say we love underdogs and we say we we love people with disabilities disorders or challenges but once you win in victorious you're not allowed to stay on top because once you're on top you now become yeah. the evil empire yeah. so if you're yeah. an
0: underdog you're supposed to overcome but just enough
1: <laughs> well it's just like this Trinity. we've said it many times people out there watching you guys can relate to this right? why is it so cool to come from being broke like that's cool. Like you yeah, you know, like you're cool if you have been broke in your life. But if you've always had success, like, like so, if our children, as they get raised, they don't have to, to you know, if if they live in better circumstances now, all of a sudden they're uncool, they're dorks, they're geeks, or whatever. Right. you're only cool if you come from the hood or broke. I mean, yeah. we, we poor we, is cool. Poor is cool. Poor, uneducated yeah. is cool poor is cool uh, uh slang is cool but as soon as you know you, you get educated and, and you succeed and all the stuff that we all want all of a sudden you're uncool anymore and, yeah. and so it's the same thing with underdogs i mean you're you're only an underdog until you win and then once you win we don't like winners we, yeah. for some reason we just don't we we love the losers you know you're yeah. supposed to lose
0: which is weird you know? considering coming from a place of compassion that's the thing about compassion is everybody right. deserves it right <laughs> like we forget that you know, we, we we seem as a species sometimes, you know, to reserve compassion for only those who we either truly understand or we agree with. And we have to remember, like, everybody deserves compassion. And, and I'm guilty of it, you know, especially in my younger years. As I've gotten older, I think I've gotten better at trying to understand that the other person across the aisle uh, re- requires compassion as well. And when I say aisle, I don't mean politically. I just mean different than me. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that that's like what I try to teach my children you know whenever they come to me um, and they have complaints or they have you know some sort of um, story that there, somebody upset them I always try to get yeah. them to see the other perspective as well right like, I don't tell them that they're wrong or right I just say look I hear you but keep in yeah. mind that this person has this perspective and it matters just as much as yours does and I think that that's where we that is the uniting factor with compassion if we could all remember that their perspective matters just as much as ours does. And we don't remember that. Go ahead.
1: So that's that's what we got to remember, even in this scenario. Like Russia has a story too, right? Yep. They're telling a story now. Uh, I I mean, we hear the story <laughs> they're telling supposedly. I don't know, Trinity. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't know if we're supposed to believe it. But if we're getting conned, Trinity, and Russia's really the bad, the good yeah. guy in all this. This is the biggest con job I've ever been a part of. Because yeah. I'm totally convinced that Ukraine is the victim here. But but if they're not, <laughs> I'm, I'm like yeah. totally... Congratulations.
0: <laughs> our... yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, but so, like you said, I don't know what Russia's story is. I mean, I don't know the reasoning behind it. As far as I know, I don't think Putin's really come out and given any sort of um, explanation other than he didn't want them to be part of it. And I think he feels as if that part of Ukraine is still like the motherland kind of thing because it broke off, I guess. Um, I could argue that that's not a reason to go and kill everybody, but obviously they feel differently. Um, But uh, they do deserve compassion you know, in the sense that, like you said, they have their own story. And, And I don't even blame the Russian people. That's the problem that they don't understand you know the state media controls a lot of that it's not like over here man where everybody has a voice regardless if you should or shouldn't over there the voice is like a voice (laughs) you know and and they still have a country where um putin is knowingly killing like his people who are running against him or bad-mouthing him you know when it would be the equivalent of like when trump was president anybody who said anything bad about him was being killed or arrested Yeah, well, we don't have that. You know, like people could say whatever they wanted to, true or not, and and it was totally fine. Yeah. (laughs) But so over there, like the Russian people are being told that they're saviors and then they want them over there. So imagine they're surprised when they get there and they're shooting back. It's like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) This isn't what I was told. Yeah. Um,
1: Why is this happening? We thought this is like Nazis.
0: And a lot of the Russian people are against it. Like, I've seen those videos where the Russian people are like disappointed and like, hey, we don't want to do this.
1: So, so here's the first thing, Trini. Here's a really cool thing that what seems to be happening is that I don't see the anti-Russian. And when I say the Russian, I mean the people of Russia. I don't see the anti-Russian sentiment. So this is beautiful because typically in every other conflict we've been involved in, we've had to protect that, yeah. that, that group from people judging them, right? Like when we yeah. were in conflict in Afghanistan and Iraq and, and all that, we had to protect people from being anti-Muslim, right? Yeah. I don't see an anti-Russian sentiment. I see an anti-Putin sentiment. Yeah, But people are people are able to make the, 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 the separation between what Putin is doing and the Russian people, which is beautiful. Yeah, I think I've seen just know. one. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I think I've only seen one. And it was um, okay. uh, the one I remember seeing was uh, I think it was a UFC fighter. He's a Russian UFC fighter. He came out and said something positive to yeah. Putin, and they tried to cancel him and kick him out. Oh. But I think that's okay. the only one I've seen. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Which, that's
1: not because he's Russian. That's because he said a positive yeah.
0: Putin. What I think is interesting, though, too, is um, on, a, on, a, on a, just a strictly compassion level, um, And once again with the underdog, the whole world seemed to have united behind Ukraine, too. It wasn't just us. like Everybody is pissed off at Putin right now. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of impressive that the whole world, it wasn't just our country, the whole world united against this one dude. Um, yeah. So, I, I think it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it all lands and, and, and what the after effects are going to be, you know, five, ten years down the road, assuming it's over by then. Um, <clears throat> but I do think, though, like we've tried to set at the top of the show, I think there's a bigger lesson here. And the bigger lesson is just, you know, having compassion for people. Um, there's nothing wrong with fighting for the underdog, and I'm all about that. At the same token, the bigger dog, you know, deserves some compassion, too. And that is a very. Um, inconvenient thing to say right nobody wants to think about like we'll use um uh, <laughs> you're gonna love this one oh we'll boy. use the patriots and like tom brady right this isn't oh. a football show but those those, sure those of you yeah those names people know and they know because they win all the time the nick sabins alabamas you know in, in sports anyways the yankees and baseball um back in the day it was the bulls or the lakers the celtics you know those teams are like favorites to hate on right and I think it's kind of an accepted thing, but what we forget, they're humans too, right? Like, as much as I don't I, I don't hate Tom Brady as much as everybody thinks I do, I just think he was overrated, right? But I've grown to, I've seen more things on him, and he's been more humanized to me. When I've watched more of his, like, interviews or some shows he's been on, it reminded me, like, at one point, he was just a kid in the backyard with a football, with a dream. Like, he wanted to go in the NFL. He wanted to play. And so it doesn't feel right to hate on somebody for just living out their dream, you know? Um, And my problem has never really been with him. My problem was always with people claiming he's the greatest ever, which I don't think he is. And I think that's hurt him in some people's eyes because they've created this narrative where he's, like, just better and not focusing on the fact that, no, man, he just handled his business, dude. Like, he was a kid with... Like, it would irritate the hell out of me if my son, who's... He's talking about playing basketball right now. Um, So if my son was just practicing every day, ends up going to the NBA, and he ends up just tearing through things and becoming one of the best ever. It would really suck to hear people hating on him and, like, trashing his entire life because I know him as a child. Like, I know him struggling. I know him putting in the work and trying to get there. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not saying I would be upset if they didn't call him the greatest, but to trash him, that's a different story, right? And, and I think that we kind of kind of, I think there's something to that that on a spiritual level, we have to kind of keep in mind is they have a path too, you know, right. and just because they're successful at it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the enemy. though. No. like whatever happened, it's just being happy for somebody and congratulating them. I think that's a, I've seen that play out. And for some reason we seem to feel at times that things like happiness or success has to come at a cost of somebody else's. And that's just not true, right? Happiness is, there's a whole bunch of it out there, man. It's not running out. Like it's an internal thing. So you being happy doesn't mean that my happiness is now reduced or I have less of it out there to grab it's infinite you know and so I think that that while it's it's fun and it feels good to go for the underdog because we can all relate to that, I do think that we have to take a step back sometimes and realize that the other person is only not the underdog because they've worked really really hard and dedicated themselves to getting to that point right like it's not always just given to them you know and even some people are given to them. I'm going to put this out there, like not in every situation, of course, but if you look up the statistics of people who won the lottery, a lot of them end up losing it or completely, you know, failing at, at success after that. So this idea that success is easy, even if you have a last name or if you're born with money. Not so much, right? Like, you you still have to maintain it. You still have to have some sort of strategy or skill around it, right? I mean, and I'm sure there's anecdotal information where there's outliers who maybe their parents set up a trust fund and only gives them... Sure, in those situations, maybe. But even if you have a a really good... I mean, look at last names, right? Jordan's kids tried to go into basketball, and they did not do very well, and they're not in the league anymore. But they have the last name Jordan? No, they just didn't... They couldn't cut it, right? And so this idea that... Like, uh, right. Bill Belichick or Nick Saban or even Tom Brady just has to show up. No, man, they still have to practice. They still have to go every day. They still have to hone their craft. Right. And so I think that they deserve compassion as well, or at least celebration. Like, yo, you did your thing, you know? I don't think Tommy's the greatest, but I have a lot of respect for the dude, man. He, like, he's got the greatest yeah, he, career that's ever graced right. the football field, man.
1: Go unfortunately, ahead. he had to prove it to you, but I love your maturity in this. <laughs> I've never hated the guy. No, 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 no! I just no. don't think you, no, he's no, the no, greatest. No no, 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 no! It's not only that you just don't think he's the greatest. You said it's the system, the system, the system it was. only, and I, I think when, he just when he went to the it Bucks, yeah, it. He went yeah. to the Bucks and yep. got a Super Bowl. Yep. so you, you that's know, impressive, man. You. Yeah, he proved it to you and many, many, many others. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's fantastic. But it, but like in in this situation with Ukraine in sports or in in just if if we could all just look into our own lives. Uh, we all have some sort of level of insecurity and struggle that we know that we're doing and not everybody always recognizes our struggle. Yep. And I think that's what this kind of does is it, you know, when, when your struggle is highlighted, it allows you to be more compassionate. It allows you to, 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 to appreciate them more like these 30 for 30 shows. I think that's why I love 30 for 30 yeah. so much. Yeah, it always I shows you the background yep. uh, of, of scenarios that you just did not know was ha- what, what was happening behind yep. the scenes. I love the stories of successful people when they show you, wow, truly how humble a lot of them were and yep. how how hard it really was to, to do what they're doing. You know, if you're getting up in the morning and you're working that hard, which we always see that consistently, how hard successful people work. Yeah. How can you ever hate on a successful person when you see time and time again, not one story of a successful person was it just given because you could always lose it. Yeah. I don't care how much money you have, you can lose it. Yep. Uh, I don't care how successful you've been, you can always lose it, whether it be because you did something stupid and got sued and lost all your money or whether it be just you lost all your money in bad deals or or whatever. Um, right. So I, I, I think that in this scenario, we've all gotten behind a guy that we saw him stand his ground. In. And how many of us have wanted to do that in our lives? We're saying, you know what, I believe in what I believe in so much right. that I'm not moving. I'm not budging you're yeah. going to have to take me out of this scenario because i am not budging and, and i implore everyone to stand behind me and not budge with me and and i just yeah. think that was beautiful and and for the, the by the way to me i guess i look at it like both russian people i know that now we call them ukrainians and but there was a day where we called all of them russian yeah. right it, this is just one russian fighting another russian just now it's they, they've gotten their their independence and they're ukrainian and they're proud to say ukrainian which is really awesome but but uh what we see is they They actually stood together, man when when you saw families leave and and husbands stay behind to fight, I was like, "Wow, could I do that and, and I, look, as much as I'd like to believe that i that I could and would, that would be hard man uh, yeah. i mean what what a sacrifice that in 2022 in 2022 there are families that had to make the decision to put their wives and children on planes, trains, and automobiles, yep. and say, "I'm going to stay behind and fight for this with a Molotov cocktail, <laughs> with a <the> government issued <laughs> yeah. one weapon, with a just a pocket full of bullets, and that's all I have against yeah. those tanks that are coming to me." I mean, it's like,
0: well, you know, there was a there was a video I saw a wow, clip, man. yeah, there was a clip that I saw that to me embodies what you're talking about um i don't remember where i was at it was on one of the news stations it was an older ukrainian lady and she was yelling at the two russian soldiers that who were fully armed and could totally i mean you're at war like they can kill you lady she cared not man she completely landed told them uh, i can't i'm gonna screw this up but it was basically her saying that go ahead and put some flower seeds in your pocket so that way when you die a flower can bloom Like, she, I'm assuming that's a major saying over there in Ukraine, which still sounds like crazy to me, but she was, like, adamantly against them and and, and telling where to go, and she had nothing but, like, a grocery bag. And so, to me, that shows the fight of the people. Like, they they hit a hornet's nest, man, you know, and that is the true underdog. Um, And I have nothing but compassion for those people because I can't imagine. It's the equivalent of, like, just people walking in your front door and just be like, this is mine now. <laughs> like, And you saying, no, it's actually not, and I'm going to fight you back for it. Um, it's impressive. It really truly is.
1: Yeah, and, and so what I hope is people can look at their own lives and see the the, the, the stupid stuff that we argue with about each other right now <laughs> here and the sh- stupid comments that I see about law enforcement and our own military. It's It's like you're a cancer to your own security. Yeah. Because it's those people that if this would happen to us, those are the same people that would stand up and, and protect you. You're not doing it. Yeah. You're not doing it. You're attacking your system. You're a taker. You're not a giver. You're not a provider. You're not a servant. You're not a protector. And and so I think we can all get inspired by this and say, man, what level of servitude can I be? What level of, of protection can I offer my own community and my people? And how am I serving my community rather than taking? Yeah. You know. And, and, and so those are the things that, that – that, I don't know for me Trinity you know we talk about this all the time because you and I have the same desire as the legacy we want to leave for our children we want to leave uh, behind a legacy of of servitude and giving rather than taking I want yeah. I want to show them that you can give a lot more than you can take because you can still you get when you give yep. you get absolutely you just get it may not be the get that you thought you were going to get it <laughs> yeah. may not be in that dollar bill form but you get so much more by giving and, yep. and so that's what I would hope that we'd get inspired uh to do is just let's not be so hateful towards our neighbors because that neighbor of yours is, is, is uh, it, it may be cool to attack them today, but in a, in a time like what they're going through, that would be the person that would fight alongside you to protect the lifestyle that you've been accustomed to. Now, you may not like your life a hundred percent, but it's still not a third world life. No, it, 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 it's not a anybody can come take it life and it's not a, a, a such a fragile in unstable economy of a life, it's very predictable, um, and so uh, as bad as things can get here, it's never as bad as what we watch on international news.
0: No, um, and, and here in Florida, we're getting ready to actually go into our season to where we very much might be put in a situation where we have to help somebody. And that's the hurricane season. The hurricane. Yeah, man. I mean, we're getting ready to, and they're saying it's going to be like 19 storms or some crazy stuff. Right. Um, and so we've seen it up close and personal, man. I've had hurricanes flow through my area, and right. I've had to go help neighbors and, right. and you know rebuild right. fences and you know pull trees right. off of things. Right. Um, and I think it's in those instances. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say there's only been one state that has failed at being each other's brother, and that was New Orleans. And, and so <laughs> that people was from New- oh, seriously people from New Orleans may attack me and may get mad at what I got to say but they're the only city in the entire country that I've ever seen eat its own yeah. in time of crisis other than that everybody gets together New York strong <laughs> Boston strong Florida strong it, it, but New Orleans strong you can never say New Orleans people <laughs> Dude, they lost their minds Orleans, but you guys you guys lose your damn minds and you ate each other up yeah. everybody else is strong
0: yeah that was uh, that was pretty bad um, but yeah. So I mean in that instance like that's the thing is I don't, it sucks that it requires crisis for us to do that. Right? Like it can't just be like a Wednesday afternoon that we just keep that mindset of being compassionate to my fellow man. You know, it's one of those things that there's an old cliche that says, uh, it's hard to be mad at somebody whose story, you know? So it's like when you know the person's story, then you automatically understand and see the justifications for whatever it is that they are doing, whether you agree or not. Right. You can totally disagree, but when you know their story, You get it. And so you're not as angry as you once were. But, like, for some reason, we we seem to forget that, right? Like, we we don't want to focus on the overall story. We get all up in our feels, man, and we start getting angry, and we get frustrated because it's not how it should be, right? We have this idea of what it should be. You should do this, and you should think this. But they're not, right? Because their perspective matters just as much as yours does. And they have a story. And we just seem to forget that story unless it's a time of crisis or a time of war or, or something like that or an emergency, um, what I would like to see more of as a community is, is, is not waiting for that to happen. Don't wait for an emergency to take place before you have compassion. And I'm not saying everybody has to go out there and be mother Teresa. That's not what I'm saying. Like you don't have to like, you know, sell all your stuff to go give to your neighbor. No, but there's simple acts of kindness, right? We, what was it? Rack random act of kindness. There's things like that. I've been, I, I see them all the time, but I don't, they're not as prevalent as they used to be. They're almost like frowned upon. They used to be celebrated. It used to be something people were proud of, but nowadays, the people who do it, you know, nobody even really knows about it half the time, and the other half of the people just don't want to do it because they're so focused on me, 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 me. Which I get, but what they don't understand is we're all connected. You know, if I go out and help somebody, is that not like a few a few people less that are contributing to the the craziness that my kids now have to grow up in? You know, if, if everybody just tries to help their little circle out a little bit, and I don't mean their circle as far as their home, I mean their their community, if you try to be a force of good for your community and help out and show compassion to those who are a little bit you know less fortunate to you or, or even those who are more fortunate to you but are struggling in different ways, if you yeah. give them some compassion and show them kindness, you'd be surprised on, on the ripple effect that that'll have. And if you have kids, your kids are not going to go out into a world that is just a little bit less angry than it was before. And I don't think people yeah. think of that. They don't realize that but you know it's a very powerful thing you know uh it reminds me of um uh the show uh, uh gosh what was oh uh, uh undercover boss right and 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 we could argue all day long about the validity of it who knows but i'm going to take it at face value there's a lot of these bosses who truly were out of touch right so it's not that they were bad people they were just out of touch it's been so long since they've had to struggle it it just didn't occur to them they're so busy trying to maintain their wealth or keep their family
1: Different kind of struggle.
0: Yeah, Uh, but it's a struggle, right? Like, everybody has their cross to bear. Like, I can't tell you what your struggle is and you can't tell me what mine is. And so they're trying to keep their family afloat. They're worried about how to maintain certain things and all the pressures are on them. And so they're out of touch. And so when they go into Undercover Boss, their true humanity starts to come out. And it wasn't because somebody threw a milkshake at them. It wasn't because somebody yelled at them and berated them and told them they're horrible people. No, it's because they actually connected with somebody else and heard their story and started to realize, wow, I'm in a position to help. So I think we all have it in us. It's just a matter of bringing that out. But you're not going to bring that out of somebody else without giving it to them. It's much like your idea of respect. You're going to earn my respect. Well, if everybody had the idea of earning respect, and nobody would respect anybody because somebody has to give it first. If everybody's yeah. just on the defense, if everybody's just waiting for that to happen, it's like this weird stalemate, right? It's this weird position where nobody's willing to do anything first until the other one does it and so yeah. nothing gets done. And so somebody has to be the one that says, you know what? I'm going to give you respect because you just deserve it as a human being. You don't deserve it because I agree with you or whatever. I can disagree with you and still respect you as a person and respect your ability to have views other than my own. And I think that is what we have to focus on. It's okay to give compassion. You don't have to wait for somebody to give it to you first. If you give compassion, you'll be amazed to see how it comes back tenfold, man. If you exude that kind of love and compassion from you, that's typically what you get back. And then right. you get to be known as that. And then that ripple effect kind of grows out from there. And, it, 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 and other people are inspired by it, right? It, right. It's, it's energy. Just like in the same way, like anger and stuff like that has energy. We always joke, you know, somebody's upset and then they pass it along and at the end of the day, there's a dog getting kicked somewhere. Well, if that's true, then the opposite must be true. So if you're giving smiles and compassion to people, that also goes forward. That, that is also energy. As a matter of fact, the opposite. And that can counteract. It is... <clears throat> you know, you think anger is is a is a um, strong emotion and it's very powerful. Kindness is so much more powerful. Think about it. Amen. It takes so Amen. much energy to be angry all day. Like, you have to actively work towards being angry all day long. So, whereas all it takes is for one person to be kind to you, nice to you, and it changes your whole mindset and mood. It's that, it's that powerful. But yet, we don't use it. Use that power, man. We all have that ability. I can't tell you my own home. There's been many a days where I'm just in a not a good mood. There's a lot of stuff I'm dealing with. I'm stressed out. My wife will come home and just be just nice. Next thing I know, like ten minutes later, I'm not mad anymore. And I'm like, yeah. well, how did that happen? <laughs> I was just I was just pissed off like ten minutes ago. It's because of her kindness brought me out of it. <clears throat> and I think that we all have that ability. We just don't use it enough. And we keep thinking that they don't deserve our kindness or or they're doing this, so they should stop everybody deserves kindness everybody
1: and you know where the proof on that is trinity is that everybody wants love and affection everybody wants to be liked yep not everybody wants to be hated just about <laughs> that yeah could you say the same thing about hate and anger no everybody wants to be angry no people don't want to be angry we feel like victims of anger yeah, everybody's walking around feeling like a victim of anger. The only reason I'm pissed off is because they did this to me I'm <laughs> angry at them because they did yeah. this to me. I hate them because they hate me um yeah. As proof we have a lot of people out there that For generations have probably thought they were the most loving people on earth At least I did and then all of a sudden when things didn't go their way They became the most hateful people on earth. We've seen that yeah. we've seen people that preach love and unity and compassion actually say the words I hate this type of person (laughs) or I don't like and it's like wait a minute you can't preach love and compassion and use the word hate towards someone else because then you fell victim to the same thing you cannot allow, allow your perceived feeling of someone else towards you to then dictate how you are going to feel towards them. You can be the leader in this. You can stand up for love and you can stand up for compassion. You can stand up for unity. You can stand up for for supporting people. Stop being a follower of that and be the leader in <laughs> yeah. that. You know, you can right now after the show is over, after the show's over, um or you can do it right now. You can throw a love, you can throw a little heart in it if you're watching <laughs> yeah. on Facebook right now. There's your there's your love and compassion for us. But you can, after the show is over, you can go out there and smile to the next person you see and just say, hey, how are you doing today? And just go about your business. You don't have to walk right by them and ignore them yeah. and act like you never saw them. I know people say, you know, uh, you know, the homeless people just walk by the homeless and act like people don't see them yeah that's true but you know who else you do that to everybody else
0: yeah exactly just
1: doing that to homeless people people do that to people all day long it's not just homeless why, why do those people only protect the homeless no yeah. people walk by other people all day long without ever acknowledging their existence Yep. without ever acknowledging their existence regardless they, they could be clean freshly washed good people and they still get ignored so <laughs> so it, 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 yep. it's just that we're that way we just tend to go about our business and be very selfish in our approach of the day and be like, I got, I got my stuff to do. You know, you're just in my way. Why is your vehicle going five miles an hour slower than my vehicle wants to go? You're in my way. Therefore I'm going to put you in danger, me in danger. I'm going to piss you off and then I'm going to get in front of you. And it's like, really? We just all just, need <laughs> just, just take things into perspective. Do you yeah. want to be in conflict? Do you want to feel a sense of stress because you're going to go through all this stress and then you're going to think you need to drink alcohol or you need to smoke pot or you need to smoke a cigarette or you need to go do yoga or you need to go put a goat on your back and do yoga or you need to go play with a horse in equine therapy or you need to go call your therapist. You're going to think you need all that. No, all you really need to do first of all is try the most natural method of all, and that is give to somebody else what you want given to you and see if you start getting back some of that good vibe and feeling. Okay, just yeah. do a little of that. Now, I know some of you have done that to the wrong people in your life and have gotten shit on, so you think, oh, no, all that does is get – No, 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 no. It's because you did that with the wrong individuals. Yep. Your picker is broke. But if you fix your picker and you just keep doing it, you'll see that statistically you'll get a lot more good than bad.
0: Yeah, and, and not only that, but it just feels good. It feels better because at the end of the, the day – You're not part of problem. Exactly. At the end of the day, you can lay your head down knowing that, you know what, I did my part. I'm not in control right. of their behavior. That's on them. I did all that I could do, and it feels damn good to do that. Um, yeah. Not to mention the feeling of giving somebody else a, like a, a smile. That's good, man. Right. When you notice somebody's struggling and you know you can bring a smile to that person's face or you can lighten their day up for a minute, right. that is an amazing feeling to know that you can give that to another human being. That's a lot more yeah. of an amazing feeling than walking around pissed off and angry and bitter about something. Right. Um, and he- one gives power one takes power.
1: And if you're somebody out there that says, I'm just doing me, then you got issues that you need to process through. Because we should be able to tell you. We should tell you, hey, just do you. That's our saying to you. But when you say it to yourself, you're usually saying it because you have insecurities and anger and frustration that you need to process through. All right? So, no, don't just do you. Do us. Let's do (sighs) us. We're all connected. better than this. We are all connected. We control your mood a lot more than we should. Yep. But... You actually control a lot by how you treat us. You treat us good because some of us are out here waiting for how you act towards us. Yeah. Because you're waiting towards how I act towards you. Then I'm waiting to see how you act towards me. You got fears and insecurity. I got fears and insecurity. Now we we misread each other's signs. Now we're both pissed off at each other and we had no reason to be. We had no reason to be ignoring each other and be mean to each other. Not at
0: all. Nope. I don't know. You got any final words before we cut off? Because I know you got your 12 o'clock coming up.
1: Yeah. I love you, Trinity. (laughs)
0: right back at you Te amo um yeah i uh uh, yeah i think birthday maynard yeah happy birthday maynard i know you're watching we have a couple comments on there but i don't think we're gonna have time to get to them thank you so much for the comments i apologize we get a chance to read them on air but uh we do have things we have to get done um i think for my wrap-up i just really quickly you know uh it, it sounds cliche i guess but compassion really is the way um I think that um we all could use a little bit more love in our lives, so um that's all I got and uh now I know now that you know better, do better peace. <laughs> Are you still here? What are you doing? I told you, go do
1: better.